0: Welcome to Vibrant Life Allies, a podcast that introduces you to coaches, entrepreneurs, and other experts, and teaches you how they can help you live more vibrant lives, and their tips, tricks, and hacks for living a full, happy, healthy life. So happy to be with you again today, and I had an image consultant and brand coach on today, Matilda Morgan. And it was super fascinating for me as a person and an entrepreneur and even as a coach to realize some of the ways that I was not living with intention and thinking about my thoughts as coaches do when it comes to, you know, what I wear and when I'm wearing it. And it was super fascinating. It was great to combine business and fashion and, you know, how our communication, our clarity and our values, all that is impacted by, you know, what we wear and also being able to show up and self-express and not having to live in any kind of box with that. It was super fascinating. Even if you're not an entrepreneur, you'll definitely get value out of this episode, but if you, you know, you are an entrepreneur and that's something that you're struggling with is getting your branding and your message and your personal style and values, all on point, this is definitely the episode for you. So check it out. If you're interested, reach out to Matilda and she can help you, you know, make that happen in your life. And as always, I'm here as a life coach to anyone struggling with anxiety, imposter syndrome, perfectionism, to help you kick those things out the door and show up authentically without those mindset issues holding you back. And Matilda can help you show up authentically in the way you dress and how that affects your message and your business. So check it out and just get out there and live vibrantly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Vibrant Life Allies. I'm excited, as always, to bring you another amazing guest, and I will let uh, Matilda introduce herself.
1: Hey, it's so lovely to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Matilda Morgan. I'm CEO and founder of Impact Driven Style and we are Australia's number one rebranding specialist. So essentially we take a business and we turn it into an in-demand brand by specifically working with the entrepreneur, the founder, the driver of the business and their image and appearance so that they become the incredible asset actually behind the business. So I always believe that we work with the people before the business. So that was my main driver. And I kind of fell into this through many years in fashion and business. And um, I've had my own fashion label. I've got my own online retail store, which is all conscious, slow fashion. And through that, I realized that people didn't know um, the effect that what they were wearing had on both themselves and their audience. So, you know, my mission is to, you know, help change the world in what we wear. I believe textiles are incredibly important. We consume them every single day. And so I wanted to get more leaders and entrepreneurs wearing things that really brought them out um, and then they could choose better and then they could Um, pass it on to their audiences. So
0: that's me. Well, I'm super excited to have (laughs) you here today. I haven't had anyone on to talk about this. So I think it's super fascinating. And I know it's something that as an entrepreneur myself, I think about a lot, like finding that place of what I wear being me, being true to me Mm. and comfortable and representing me. But then also I do have a business i do have a brand and i want to reach an audience so trying to you know balance and sort that out so it's fantastic that there are people out there like you that have both the fashion and the business expertise to bring that together
1: yeah it's so fascinating and you're so right it's um pretty new to the game this thought that you can use like any entrepreneur can use what they wear As a kind of a marketing decision, as well as just expressing themselves, because most entrepreneurs, I'm sure in your world and my world, we're not a cookie cutter. We don't just want to put on, you know, that thought of putting on that suit and, you know, going into work is like, for us. So. Um, so it's like, how can we find that balance of ex- self-expression, um, but also that clarity of what we're wearing to reach our audience and communicate with them as well. So, so yeah, it's been a really interesting journey into that and finding out. It's been really cool because I found that a lot of the people that I work with are having this two, like, almost twofold effect where they feel so much more confident in themselves as well as they're able to talk to their audience more clearly. So that's the kind of effect that your wardrobe can have on you. So it's been really cool.
0: Wow. So it brings a whole new level then of self-confidence to the table. Oh,
1: yeah. It's been interesting. Like I've been trying to, um, been asking all my clients something. So how would you describe working with me? And they're just like, um... I have no idea what you've done, but you've changed everything. <laughs> so, and I'm like, great. Well, I can't really write that into the programming, but awesome. <laughs> so it's been fascinating because I think um, a lot of us now are doing that internal work to find out, like, we want to figure out who we are. So um, we're doing a lot of, you know, more thinking and sitting with ourselves and, you know, finding out how we can communicate. But we often get stuck on that what I call like that physical bridge into the physical realm which is for me the clothing so that will hold a lot of people back so they'll you know go through this massive change this massive internal growth and you know be clear on their mission and then suddenly they can't fully express it because they can't show it properly so being able to you know work with someone like me with your styling for example it helps you bridge it and go, oh, this is how I can actually show my mission to the world, and this is how I can create clarity and remove all that overwhelm from my wardrobe. I can go into my wardrobe and every morning it's like I know every single piece in here suits me, looks amazing, and I know the awareness I need around, you know, the intention behind what I'm wearing today. So that's what we've found um, has been really interesting, and I go through... Many different, you know, wardrobes, and it doesn't matter what shape or size it is. Size you are, um, we're all different shapes and sizes. As long as everything in there makes you feel confident and comfortable, then you know you're going to do an amazing jobs. So that's that's what we found.
0: Wow! Yeah, that's super interesting. And you know what leapt out at me while you were talking is just that some people listening are like, well maybe they're not an entrepreneur or they're not, you know, that's not what they're going for in their lives right now. But when you talked about walking into your closet and knowing what you had there and what it said and that it all worked for you, even as a person (laughs) putting aside that I am an entrepreneur, but oh my gosh, my closet, I would love to be able to just step into it. I think just even at, you know, my, my other job where I'm just an employee, I would love to, be able to show up and know that I'm confident that this is saying what I want it to say and not like I just grabbed and went through and finally gave up and went out the door
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah I love that I
0: think that and would I bring just... a lot of peace and confidence to you know someone's everyday life understanding how oh to my God. express themselves and look good and not just you know walk into the tornado room is kind of what I call my closet <laughs>
1: Uh the funny thing is like I had a trip and I haven't unpacked my bags yet because there's a spider in my closet. So you don't want to look at my Burn closet it down right now. now. Mm, mm, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's so true. Like, yeah, it can be for everyone. Um, so I believe that your closet is the physical manifestation of your mindset. So um, like I was saying before, like, you know, done this internal work, but we haven't passed it over to the physical realm. It's also same for, like, you know, any of those possible stories that we've told about ourselves in the past or, you know, toxic relationships or anything like that. So, um, you know, you can say, oh, yeah, I've moved past this ex, but if you've still got something from them that they gave you or that you used to wear frequently when, you know, you were with them, then you're, there's still something tethered to them, so you can't actually properly move past that. Likewise, it's like, you know, obviously with women, um, we get a lot of, um, we'll hold on to clothes that are either too big for us or too small for us. So what's that going to do when you look at those clothes, you know, immediately, even if you're not consciously looking at them, you can see them somewhere in your wardrobe every morning and you go, there's some kind of shame and guilt being brought up. It's like, oh, I'm not thin enough to wear that yet, or I'll put on weight soon and that'll fit me again. So, you know, even this, that like underlying current of, um, you know, old stories and blah that we can have in our wardrobe, that's just stopping us from feeling amazing and confident every single day. So simply just going through and making sure that, you know, everything suits you. We always start with the physicality. So this is really cool because working with this doesn't matter who you are, whether you're an entrepreneur or whatever you can always start with like a few simple physical things to actually build your wardrobe. And then you can go into body shape and body color, body undertone color. So once you know those, you can like kind of objectively go through your wardrobe and go, Oh, that's why that never looked good on me. That's why I never felt right in that. Or, um, Oh, clearly that will make me look good and feel amazing because, you know, it has this cut or this color.
0: Right. No, that's definitely amazing. And, So do you also work with, and, you know, does it come up, you know, working with clients that there are things that it's really just a mindset that it's not something that works for them versus actually that's not flattering for my body shape. I don't want to wear it, but instead it's self-judgment that's triggering that
1: thought. totally, totally. We get that a lot and it's always something very interesting to work through because it's different when you see it. When someone pulls out something and has a story that they can go, No, I can't wear that because I'm too fat to wear that or something like that. And you go, No, you're not. And they go, No, no, no. It just it's it's <laughs> something about the seeing it, the actual or and then having this internal thing. It's just you know, it can hit really hard. And yeah, certainly we get a lot of mindset thing. Often it's just bound to, you know, just trauma in the past, like by a slight comment said by, you know, a parent or someone in passing or um, from a magazine, you know, constantly like we, we all know that magazines can have a pretty ill effect on, you know, how people should turn up and luckily that's kind of changing now. So it's usually bound to that, that they create like I should not, which stops them from actually embracing who they are. So it's that kind of mindset. Also, in particular, like the entrepreneurs I work with um, because they're often, we're often positioning them in a position of leadership. So we're repositioning and rebranding. So they're actually seen as the expert. They've already got the knowledge. They've already done all the work. Um, It's really now it's like, okay, let's make sure people see you in that. Often it's really quite confronting going, oh, so people are going to see me now. <laughs> so they, you know, stepping in, it's like, oh, I can't wear that. That's so fancy. And, um, or, you know, that's a word I get a lot or like, oh, I feel so, I, do I wear that every day? It feels so, you know, like I'm wearing too much or something like that. And it's just, so it's working past that and feeling comfortable and showing up as you show up anyway. So Yeah. Yeah. There is a quite a bit of mindset.
0: Yeah. I would think that that would definitely come into play and kind of like you were saying there with, with things being fancy or a certain way, I would think that part of what you do is to match the branding and the person to get Mm. the message through is there are many different ideas of what's professional or business-like that people have. But if, you know, if the brand Is you and it's matching to your message you can show up and be professional as you for example you know some people think if i have tattoos in certain places Mm. then i have to (laughs) cover them to look professional but Mm. i would assume that that is actually not true
1: oh my god so not true like and this is when it kind of gets really fun this is when we look at the audience so another thing that like entrepreneurs have is they'll be like oh i'm pretty clear on who my audience is and, you know, some of us are like actually, you know, really impressively clear. But then when I say, well, what does that look like? They go, oh, well, the copy, it says this, i am like, yeah, but what does it look like to the person? You know, what do they need to see for that to become a reality for them? So that is where it's like, well, it's very specific because generally um, most entrepreneurs, well, we're working with a need specialisation. So we want to work with the people we want to work with, right? We want to choose because that's part of the reasons why we became entrepreneurs. We want that freedom. So generally it's going, okay, so who do you want to work with and um, what values do you need to show to pull cool those people in? So I do a lot of work with each individual person's values and how we can actually turn that into a tangible vision through their clothing and through their imagery. But that's really cool because that means that, well, yeah, for one person, an accountant, for example, they will be able to show their tattoos and, you know, turn up in a T-shirt and stuff because that does suit them and their audience. Where for someone else, if they say, oh, well, my audience is corporate, blah, 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 it's like, well, then no, it's still, you know, you've still got to abide by those rules of, you know corporate when you turn up you look this certain way um, and that's all based around visual trust creation mm-hmm. so we kind of go back to those unconscious little decision making in our brain where that person's going oh can I trust this person um, does this person look like the position that they're saying they are so it's you know as soon as you turn up to that corporate setting for example when you're you might be in t-shirts and shorts and whatever, there's a discognizance going on. There's a, a level of like disbelief of, um, so what's happening in the brain of the people viewing you is going, mm, this person says he's an accountant, but there's something wrong. So that's immediately going to create that distrust. That's like, yeah, sure. You might be very good at what you do. And honestly, if you were Gary Vee or something like that, you could probably turn up like that and be fine. <laughs> or, um, you know, or Zuck, you could do that. But until you get that level, you can't do that, unfortunately. So it's kind of going, okay, so what do these people need to see that um, will instantly go, okay, you're kind of one of them, they've got an in. Um, But then you can also you know, personalise it a bit to go, oh, this person's actually really, really cool and just a little bit different and now I aspire to be them, even if you are turning up. So if you're turning up as the accountant at the corporate place, You know, you could still be in a very strong, awesome dress, suit, something like that, that kind of abides by those rules that have been set out. Um, And then you could mix it up. You could, you know, have some like awesome shoes on or socks on or just something like it doesn't have to be much. Um, It could be just a simple little like necklace or something that just twists it and goes, this is me bringing me to the game. And that's what brings like the comfortable and confidence to it. And it could be through colors as well. So there's heaps of different ways that you can bring in to show your personality that people go, oh, I trust them because there's, you know, they've got an in, they look like they're part of my tribe. And then you can bring in your personality and go, oh, but they're also really cool. And I need to pay attention to them in that sense.
0: Great. Like, you know, any other part of life, there's a balance there, right? You you identify that audience. So that gives you an outline, yes, of certain things that may or may not fit with that audience. But within that, you can still have your own self-expression, your own flair. You can add flair to it. You can add comfort to it, whatever your your style is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you kind of mix it with your life as well. So... You know, if I'm working with a mother who says that she's got to run after three kids every day, then I'm hardly going to say, okay, let's get you in a, you know, a pencil skirt and, you know, (laughs) that kind of stuff. You know, she's, especially this person I'm thinking of, she's still breastfeeding. So I'm like, oh, I'll probably tailor it so that you can still be comfortable and turn up. So you've got to have utility and everything around it. It's really fun. right? And then,
0: you know, like you said, important for Clarity to get the yeah. audience to listen to that message. If something's off there, there's, you know, the message isn't clear and there's not going to be that trust factor.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I found that's been really, really cool. Um, and I think people forget how important imagery can be. So I'm highly visual. Pretty much my whole thing is visual learning and everything like that. So I'm very discerning of this, which is you know, probably a good thing for what I do. But others, like, they'll forget that when people are scrolling through your Instagram or your visual or your website or something like that, they're using that. The first thing that they're generally looking at or a large bit of the picture, like 60% of the picture, will be the actual images of you or the images that you're putting up on there. So if that doesn't confirm what they already kind of know about you or if it's the first impression of you, then that's, you know, like that's dismissing you. So you're losing potentially 60 to 80% of your audience just through that. So especially, you know, with social media being important um, as a storyteller and like a lot of people, because they'll choose based on the person before the business, they will go through like a number of Facebook accounts, you know, if you've got them on there. They'll search through that and they will go through the Instagram accounts and they will go through, you know, just to confirm that you are who you say you are and that, oh, you are also the kind of person that they want to work with behind the scenes, potentially they want to get to know you. So if they're scrolling through that, I doubt that they're reading each of the Facebook posts as they're scrolling through that.
0: Right.
1: Like even on like an, Instagram is always a great example because it's like unless you click into a photo, you're not going to read any of the content on it. So if the imagery isn't kind of telling the story or isn't popping out at them so that they actually click on it, then the first form of communication you have with them will be you turning up and how you're turning up and the imagery around you. So it's a really awesome tool, especially for like when you start to, cool in new audiences and then you can also use it to nurture existing audiences and you know give people a little taste of like more of you um, as they become warmer and warmer and warmer and then once they get on the in crowd then you can you know show off as like more of yourself um, whether that's just like in sweats and whatever and gym gear or straight off from yoga or something like that and then it creates a sense of real intimacy because it's like, whoa, I get to see a bit more of this person's life and now I'm really in this person's life and that's really cool.
0: And that's a, a huge you know, statement about how important it is that that fits with you. Because, mm. you know, it still connects with who you are when they see you in that more intimate personal setting.
1: Yeah. Oh, totally. It feels um it feels special. Like and it's the same thing with like, you know showing like a little bit more on stories or something like that, you know, you can turn up as a bit more like you just in your everyday life. But when you're talking about constant content or long stay content, like in a post, then you've got to be aware that there'll be people landing straight on that, that you know, just maybe heard your name and that they want to have that confirmation that you are who they aspire to be. So if that's you know, doesn't fit, then they'll probably dismiss you and go to the next person. And this can create on this, this, um, this can create a lot of overwhelm for a lot of people. They go, but what do I show? Um, and it's that's like, exactly
0: like, what I was thinking. I was yeah. like, this sounds overwhelming. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. They're like, what do I show? Do I have to show everything? My whole life has to be on camera or, oh, does that mean that I have to, you know, be like absolutely on point 24 seven. It's like, no. <laughs> so thank God. It's actually, yeah, looking again back at your values and going, okay, so where in my life do I show these values? And where does my audience actually want to see me? Because your audience actually doesn't want to see everything about your life. And it's like, when people realize that, it's such a relief because it's like, oh, they don't want to see me have breakfast if I'm I'll go back to the accountant because it's such an easy thing to picture if I'm their accountant. Right. Yeah. sure. (laughs) It could be in some ways that's like I've got one of my amazing people, she's a VA person. And so she shows a lot of herself like on the beach, like completely away from her work because her audience is all about freedom and time. So it's really different. It's really just going, okay, so what do my audience value? What do I value in showing that? And that makes it a lot less overwhelming for that. I compartmentalize my clothing a lot and I encourage like everyone else to do that as well. And that creates a lot less overwhelm. So what I find is that people will open up a lot of tabs in their mind by not closing off things in a tangible way. I call clothing tangible. And that could be that you you know get up, put your, Exercise stuff on, go do some exercise, and then you don't get out of it. So, what happens is by the end of the t- day, if you're still in your exercise gear, you've got all these open tabs open. You've got like, oh, exercise is still open from way back in the morning. You've got, you know, organizing house, family, and then emails, and then social, and then da, 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 lunch, everything's open. Where if you go and go, okay, done the exercise. You can close that tab by, okay, now I'm going to have a shower and transition into this next thing. That could be um, transition into comfy at home clothes to have breakfast and, you know, sort out what I need to do. Great. That's done. Then you can close that tab again and go, now I'm going to transition into productivity work mode. Okay. Put some different clothes on done. So I find it easier to do that way because the clothes affect, you know, who you believe and what your persona is at that time. So we're not the same person. So this is another thing that people get stuck in. They, you know, they feel like they have to turn up as the same person all the time. It's not true. We're not the same person. We change frequently throughout the day, depending on what we're doing at that time. So by doing this, you can kind of begin setting up your brain. It's like when you go into your office, you're in work mode. It's the same thing. So you can put on your clothes and go, okay, now I'm doing exercise. Great. Let's do this. Now I'm having fun with family. Let's do that. Now I'm going out with friends. Okay, let's do that. Now I'm working. Okay. I feel like I'm working. I look like I'm working. I look totally boss. Let's do this. And then you can you know, do the same thing with like, okay, I'm working, just hustling behind the scenes where you can just wear whatever you'll put on at that stage. And then you can go, okay, I'm turning up on camera. I'm, you know, turning up for clients, I'll put on this, this or this, done. It just makes life so much easier. Easier. And
0: I coach people all the time about, you know, living with intention, Mm. not just at the whims of whatever pops into our mind. But Mm. I did not even realize until you were saying that, like, when I'm working, if I'm still in my PJs, I am thinking of when am I going to be done with this so I can Mm. go snuggle my dog on the couch? Or yeah. if I've come in after a workout and sat down at the computer, I'm thinking I could be out walking the dog, and mm. I'm realizing now that those thoughts are being, you know, triggered by what I'm wearing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, very it's... fascinating. Yeah, and like that's awesome that you have that awareness of of um, now. <laughs> of self-
0: yeah, now like, I'm realizing it... the connection.
1: Yeah, it was interesting last year because you know, because we were, I mean, like Touchwood here at the moment, we're pretty free. I know I'm not sure about you guys um, and a lot of people listening, but it was interesting when we had to stay at home, like people, they went through that rest. They went through that. Oh yeah, this is awesome. And then they went through a massive period of struggle because they were like, oh, I need to do stuff now. I don't want to be here. It's like, and part of it was because they kept on being in their PJs or their workout gear or whatever because they happen to be at home so it was just this big encodement I was like no just do it like you're leaving the house I mean I personally I work from home and some days I won't leave the house but that doesn't stop me from actually getting changed and making sure that you know I go through the day like I would go through the day if I was working from an office
0: right and like you said you can have that set up where it's these are office work clothes, these are com- mm. these are maybe more comfortable at-home work clothes, you know, just depending yeah. on, on your environment and how you need to show up.
1: Yeah, oh, totally. Definitely personalize it. Yeah, it's always fascinating. Like another thing I get a lot as well is people go, oh, so I have to have this, this, and this in the wardrobe. I'll get stuck on, you know, they'll be like, oh, if you come into my wardrobe then – you're going to reorganize and i'll have this i'm like no I'll reorganize it to your life <laughs> so if you you know do happen to go hiking every weekend then i'll probably go okay those five pairs of hiking shoes are okay to have you don't you that's fine it's like where if you go i go hiking once a year and you've got five pairs of hiking shoes i'd probably go hmm you really need those five pairs of hiking shoes. <laughs> so right. it's it's yeah. So again, that goes back to your values and your audience as well a bit. Because it's like if you value exercise and your audience wants to see exercise, then I'd probably invest a bit more and show up a bit more in what you're exercising in. So it really depends on the person. It's really like individualized and yeah, it's all about you. So
0: then for people who are listening and they want to maybe start living with more intention into Mm. how they present and how they dress. What would you say then is kind of like just a few tips for them to focus on, like maybe identifying those values or what would you suggest?
1: There's three things that I would suggest. Um, Two, you can literally like action right now and know straight away. And that is knowing your body shape and knowing your color undertone. So we've actually got a really fun body shape quiz at the moment. So you can always link through to that. Um, another way to do it. Yeah. Um, That'd
0: be fabulous. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I have, I emailed them to you. Perfect. Um, another way to do that is to simply, you know, take your measurements. So take your measurements and Google body shape and you'll find out what you are. So there's five main body shapes that pretty much everyone uses. So, so that's the best place to start. And then also knowing your colour undertone. So your colour undertone is to do with how light hits your skin, pretty much. So you can look at your the veins on your wrist and there's three types that will pop up. They'll either be more blue and purple, or they will be more green and olivey, or they you won't really be able to tell what they are. Um, So this doesn't have to do with skin color at all. This is completely different from skin color. It's completely to do with how your blood appears um, in your veins. So if you see them as being more blue, purple, that means you're a cool skin undertone. That means there's like the warm colors will immediately like not look great on you. Then there's the, if you're more green and olive, then you're a warm skin undertone. The cool colors will not look great on you. Then there's the neutral undertone, which is for the people who, you know, might not really be able to tell or might not even be able to see their veins clearly. So they can kind of wear whatever colors they want. There's a few different rules. So there's some great resources online for that as well. And we'll have a quiz out for that soon. And then the next thing would be values. So I always go, have a think about your values and pick the five top ones. So don't just pick any five top ones. Pick the five top ones that best link to the offer that you're putting out or to your business. And that's the easiest way. So we can go further and go, okay, so one of the things I do is, you know, reminding entrepreneurs that they're not their business, they're actually something separate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a personal image is, doesn't necessarily mean their business. So That's why I always go, well, what do you need to put out now? Do you have a, you know, a coaching business and you're about to release a new program? Then you probably want to resonate more with the new program so that you can call people into this new program. This could be a whole other podcast. (laughs) Um, So yeah. So pick five that you take from your personal values. So in your personal life, you may have thousands of values. You know, they could be really, really small values to really big ones like integrity and um, discipline and fun and family. And then it could be, you know, I always kind of break it down to having breakfast at eight could be a value that goes into something. So draw out five of those that will best link with the offer. So if you want the offer, you want it to be fun, entrepreneurial for leaders who take action. So you'd probably be like, okay, so I'm going to take out from my personal life, I'm going to take out leadership because I believe that identifies with my offer. I'm going to take out freedom because entrepreneurs often identify with freedom. I'm going to take out like discipline and I'm going to take out action. And, you know, you could have something else that's a bit more like you it could be fun. So those five values, you can kind of look and go, okay, So from those five values, I can actually break down and go, okay, so how would I show those five values? And then you, you know, only need on average five posts of each of those values to represent like a month of content. And then, you know, you can help look at into your wardrobe and go, okay, so does any of my wardrobe show fun? No, it's all black. Okay, cool. How can I show fun? or do something like that. So, and that, I mean, and if you're not an entrepreneur, you can go, okay, so you could set an intention for the next six months. You go, what do I want my intention to be for the next six months? Instead of an author, you go, I want my intention to be connection with my community. Great. Awesome. What kind of community do you want to connect with? And you go through that same thing again. Um, and usually it's, you know, you can, look at who do you want to work with? And that will help guide you.
0: I think that's super helpful. And in the way that a lot of things are, when there's a coach for it is Mm -hmm. it's like, that sounds helpful. That makes sense. I could do a little Mm -hmm. bit of that. Sure would be nice if I had someone (laughs) to help me figure all that out, which is where you come in. So for those people who are listening and they're like, Uh, I want to figure this out, I want to have my my brand image and my personal style match, line up with my values, how do
1: they reach out to you? Yeah, thank you for that. So they can reach out via um, Instagram or Facebook at Matilda Morgan Official. Otherwise, you can head to my website, which is impactdrivenstyle.com. And they can also catch me on Clubhouse now because, you know, that's just reached Australia. So at Matilda Morgan. So I do host a couple of rooms talking about just this. So I'm always um, happy to take quick questions there and dig into style there. Yeah. So Instagram is always a great place to reach me. Just send me a DM.
0: Fantastic. Hopefully anyone who's listening will take that step and send you a DM Mm. and get started. And it sounds like a super fun process if you have that help and that guidance.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so much fun. My complete unbiased opinion, we have a lot of fun with everyone. So
0: (laughs) amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time today and for the value that you've offered to our listeners. I know you've given me a lot to think about and a lot of insight on things that I was actually missing when it came to how I show up with what I wear.
1: Mm, Oh, thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate being able to share as much as possible with um, as many amazing people as possible. So thank you.
0: Fantastic. And again, anyone that, you know, you have interest in what Matilda does, please check out the show notes. You'll see her links and reach out to her and get started and just go out and live vibrantly.